What am I doing on the screen? Stay clear. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> I was as I started. I was like, "Wait a minute! I'm forgetting something." Oh yeah, I grabbed the closest thing next to me. We went with stapler. <laughs> I'm gonna have to bring home all my masks or something. Yeah, I know. I was like, "Wait, I forgot to grab something." That's what happens, man. I like I whenever I walk out of the studio, I clean up and then I'm like, "Okay," and I'm like, "Wait a minute! Why did I take everything out? I should have left everything in, <laughs> knowing I'm gonna be here an hour after the show." So. <laughs> Uh, welcome, everybody, to Zia Comics Weekly as we are getting ready to nerd out for the next half hour. Talk all things nerd from comic books to your favorite scary movie to who knows? We'll find something far few in between, everything that we can cover. Uh, of course, you guys can jump in on the conversation, leave comments, let us know something we need to talk about. Troy, what is going on with you, my friend? Oh, New York Comic Con was this past weekend, and they oh, had man. issues. What? They okay. Had issues what happened man because i kept seeing thanks to tiktok there was a lot of complaints uh well a cosplayer actually died inside the event man the, the guy had a uh, a seizure or something and fell and he ended up dying i believe from a heart attack jeez man then somebody supposedly died outside they slipped and fell and hit their head uh some people stole the the security guard's vests and use those vests to go through Artist Alley and just steal a ton of artwork. Ah. And then they caught some security guards selling fake tickets <laughs> to get in. It was that's, a mess. That's the one I heard about was the security guard thing. <laughs> I didn't realize how much more they were dealing with. I mean, yeah, not a not a not a really good headline for New York Comic Con. Yeah, and I guess the the city or the state still has a mask mandate, so they were telling everybody you have to wear your mask inside the Javits Center. And you know, looking at pictures and video, they said it looks like only about fifty percent of the people did, and a lot of those were the people running the event. So New York is a little upset with Reed Pop right now, who is the company that owns New York Comic Con. So Man. we might hear a little more about this later on. Yeah, no, like I said, uh, TikTok does a really good job of keeping me informed. And like I said, I came across uh, the, the security guards. And then, I mean, you're always going to get, and for some reason, as of late, you got this trend of, you know, people thinking that, oh, if I show up with a ladder and they're going to let me in because they think I work the event. And yeah. I mean, there's only so many ladders that are going to come into <laughs> New York Comic Con after I was like, okay, what is really going on here? Yeah, it's. Normally, they don't have much of a problem, but this year, it seems like they had multiple issues. It was crazy. Yeah. And then just to, I mean, and that's not good either to hear, you know, somebody passing at the event yeah. and, you know, I mean, somebody getting hurt at an event, that's never anything that you want to have to hear about. And man. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, it's the, it's the downside of uh, having people at an event. <laughs> Yeah, no, you know, but I'm wondering like what precautions now get put in place for other Comic Cons because there are going to be, you know, you know, you'll run the cycle again, you know, from San Diego to Chicago to even, you know, Comic Cons around time. I mean, what are some of the things that maybe people weren't thinking about that now they got to start thinking, oh man, we might need to have this in place because security might be trying to sell, you know, some fake tickets to get into to our event. I mean, yeah, what do you do when your hired security is the one that's messing around that's right uh, like 
no, I just, I, I saw that and I'm just kind of like, man, really security? Like, not only that, I'm sure that's going to eventually cost you your, your job. I mean, oh, yeah, yeah. You, you, I mean, for what you're trying to do, but now you're just, you know. And the reputation of that company. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, didn't really hear a whole lot as far as positives when it came to New York Comic Con. So, I mean, some of the pictures look great, but then, you know, with the other headlines that were coming out. Yeah, I mean, New York Comic Con is one of the big ones. Uh, yeah. Javits Center is massive. It'll take you pretty much all day. If you just walk down the aisles without stopping, it'll take you most of the day just to see everything once. So break this down for me. So what are the big ones? I know Chicago is a pretty big deal. I mean, and everyone knows about San Diego. San Diego is yeah. obviously the, the main one. But what other ones are the like the standout ones for the year? Yeah, well, San Diego and New York are usually – you know, they're competing on biggest. They, it goes back and forth. Uh, if you're talking stateside, there's one in Japan that gets like half a million people. It's crazy. But uh, you've been to that one? Oh, no, no, no. It's <laughs> <laughs> way too many people. Yeah. Uh, I have one in New York. New York is good. San Diego is good. Uh, Emerald City is usually one of the bigger ones up in Seattle. Um, Denver Fan Expo is pretty big. Uh, been to that one. Um, uh, and then other than that, it drops down. I think Phoenix Comic Con is is kind of big. Mm -hmm. uh, Mega Con in Florida. There's a couple in Florida that are a good size. I mean, there's there's a handful of them that you know their numbers fluctuate so much from year to year that the top you know 15 are they're just trading places in the top 15. Man, I was uh, actually thinking about you the, the other day um, uh, as far as the El Paso Comic Con that we had uh, this past year, and uh, a list came out of um celebrities that do not like to be approached for uh autographs that you cannot just approach them out of nowhere because they will send you away and yeah. william shatner made the list at the he was at the top of the list he he is a uh <clears throat> he's set in his ways i'll just put it that way yeah he's done this i mean he's been on the circuit for what 20 plus years yeah man He's got it down, and he knows that he's going to make money selling his autograph in the event. And a lot of times, a lot of times it's not their fault. If, if you catch him at a con outside of a con, it's in their contract that they can't, you know, do signings and events outside of the the con because that's losing money. So sometimes it's in their contract. If you're just catching them on the street though, and they don't sign for you, yeah, it's just how they are. Yeah. <laughs> Some of them like their privacy. Yeah, him, uh, I believe Emma Watson made the list. I, I'm trying to remember off the top of my head, but yeah, he was at he was number one of the people that you just can't catch off guard, like just can't walk up on him and say, I need an autograph, which actually leads me to today's question. Have you ever like seen a celebrity and kind of like approached them for an autograph? Like, I mean, you're not at a con, you're happen to be at the same, like, you know, you're walking through the streets of San Diego and there's you know, a celebrity. I mean, you've told us these stories of running into somebody at a urinal. So, I mean. Yeah. If, I, I usually, uh, I I don't ask them for autographs if I see them in public. I've seen quite a few here and there because you go to these events, uh, they stay at the hotel too. They have to come out and yeah, get something to eat, get something to drink, whatever. Like I, I had breakfast across from Will Wheaton one morning and I was just, and I'm a huge Star Trek Next Generation fan. So the whole, the, you know, I'm elbowing my wife saying, dude, dude, it's, it's Will Wheaton's right there. I mean, I can reach <laughs> out and touch him. He's having his bagel. Yeah. 
and uh, you know, just right before he left, I just kind of leaned over and said, Hey man, I, I, I love your work. Thanks for doing what you do. And said, Oh, thank you, man. And then yeah. boom, gone. <laughs> yeah. See, and that's kind of where I'm at because I really thought about this. Cause I mean, as much if my favorite celebrity was to, you know, walk down the street, I mean, I'm not going to, you know, jump the curb with my vehicle and jump out and chase it down <laughs> with an autograph and a photo. But I mean, we forget there are people too, man. So it's like, I don't think I'll ever have that situation. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I may come across JLo one day and you'll hear about me in the headlines, but until then I can't, I, I can't see myself really, you know, doing that. Cause it's like, man, they're on their personal time, man. They're either with their families or, you know, like you said, like Will Wheaton having his, his daily bagel and having breakfast yeah. before he has to go out into the madness that whatever he has of his day. Yeah, you, I've, I've seen a few like that, and I uh, I usually kind of leave them alone. I, you know, I try to throw uh, that phrase in right before they leave, you know, thank you for doing what you do. Yeah. Uh, just so they know that, yeah, I, I recognize you, I, and I was cool about it. I didn't bother you. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to steal that from you because there's been a couple of times where uh being in Phoenix running into some some Phoenix Suns and you wanna like yeah you don't wanna like really disrupt them, but you just wanna hey, I'm gonna steal that. Thanks doing what you do and then yeah. moving. So uh look at that. Troy teaching us how to interact with celebrities and not ending up in the headlines. Uh <laughs> like some of these other folks that love to chase down, you know, Taylor Swift definitely has a following of people jumping over you know her 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 walls and trying to get into her home that's that's a little too much as far as being a fan yeah yeah i mean everybody says yeah you know they're it's because they're living their life in the limelight but they they want a little time to do stuff they enjoy as well without being mobbed yeah you just, you don't want to mess with the man although i do like um especially when you think about like artists like people that may not be the you know, I'm going to see them on the walkway, you know, they're going to be, you know, in model. I mean, but when you get like those artists, the behind the scenes, those are some of the dudes that I get excited to see. Cause when you see it like, oh man, they're the ones that put together, you know, they were, you know, the director for this. Those are the cool people that you see. And they're like, wait, you know who I am? And yeah, no, I know. Yeah, yeah, man. That happens a lot at San Diego because the, the comic book artists and the writers, most people don't know them by face because they're not, they're not actors. Um, yeah. But me being in business, I recognize them right away. And uh, I was walking to the Cheesecake Factory in San Diego to get lunch during Con Con. And uh, Scott Snyder, who is one, he was one of the biggest Batman people, uh, you know, about 15 years ago or so. He's still, he's still a great writer. He's still doing a lot of stuff, but he was at the height at that time. He's just standing in front of the hotel with his backpack on. So I grabbed my wife. I was like, come here, come here, come here. So I walked down. I was like, hey, uh, can I get a picture with you? He's like, well, why do you want a picture with me? I said, because you're Scott frickin' Snyder. <laughs> He's like, that's a good enough reason. Come here. <laughs> I think that's pretty good. So, no, I mean, like, even uh, at Comic-Con here, when you had the voice of Cell, like, I'm like, dude, that's my freaking childhood, man. Like, <laughs> I mean, you're right here. Like, do you not know you're the voice of one of the biggest villains in the, like, it's crazy so i yeah. mean and i'm sure they love it too because they're just like it i mean we don't we're not seeing their faces we're seeing your voice like that <laughs> makes sense i don't think that makes sense <laughs> yeah yeah it's, well, the voice actors a lot of those aren't recognized by sight either so yeah oh man it's it's crazy man craziness when it comes to our favorite celebrities so <laughs> <laughs> yeah and how you react with them 
Oh man, uh, you ready to break down some uh, some Halloween movies for us? Sure. So I got, got something for you. All right. So let's uh, start with scariest movie of all time. They recently released Ooh. a list, uh, and they're putting The Exorcist at the top of that list as far as scariest movie of all time. Um, I I I definitely think it should be in the top five. Yeah. Um, as the top, the most scary. I don't know. It depends on what scares you. Are you more of a psychological scary type person or do you like the jump scares? No, nah, man. I, I actually, uh, that just seems too real to me, man. I'm just like, <laughs> Oh my gosh. Like, no, I'm good. Uh, one thing about me, I am not a big scary movie fan. I don't watch a lot of them myself. I'm just, I can't sleep at night. I'm that person that is like, cause I know my wife is going to watch the new, want to watch the new Halloween movie. Yeah, and I Halloween. told her like, if it's on Peacock, we can watch it. If it's during the day, we can watch it. I'm not watching that damn movie at night. Oh man, I I was when I was growing up. One of the Friday Thirteenths came out on a Friday Thirteenth, and they had a midnight showing at the place I back in Indiana. And I walked out of that theater. It was probably you know two in the morning after the movie was over. I was scared of every shadow walking back to the car. Oh man. That was me with paranormal activity. Because uh, then all of a sudden, I'm just like, okay, did that cup move on its own? <laughs> I, I really think the people that I was living with at the time were just messing with me. But, like, no, nah, you really start – it messes with you, man, because you're like, okay, it, I know it's a movie, but is this, like, going to really happen? Like, you know, someone going to drag me by my legs out of my room? Like, Yeah, yeah. The, the I think the appeal on those scary movies is people get – get to be scared and they're, you know, have that adrenaline, adrenaline jump in a safe environment at their house. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm good. Blair Witch Project, uh-uh. which by the way, Blair Witch Project makes the top five of this list. Blair Witch Project, you also have, uh, like I mentioned, Paranormal Activity as well as uh, Saw 2. I've never even seen any of the Saw movies, so they're saying Saw I, I saw the first one and that was enough. Yeah, yeah that was uh, the, the gory part of it. I'm like, nah, I'm good, but they said Saw 2 was on this list as well. And then of course you got your, you know, original Halloween movie and uh, uh, as well as uh, some of the other classics uh, when it comes to, to scary movies. Well, when Blair Witch came out, I, I lived just a few miles away from where that was supposedly happening there in Burkittsville, Maryland. And uh, now we know why you moved to Las Cruces. <laughs> yeah, Bur Burkittsville doesn't look anything like that. They, that's not the actual town. I guess they filmed in where they're telling you it has all these woods and everything. no, no, it's mostly, it's mostly farmland. <laughs> well, no, it just it looked real. Like it just seemed like it's like, man, like yeah, the found footage idea. Yeah, it was I a know. great idea, and then uh, you know the second one was kind of lackluster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know, I, I think even they're like, I don't think we should have ever put out a second one. That was probably not a good idea. But uh, scary movie of all time. What would you say is one of the top scariest movies of all time? If you had to you know, I guess, breakdown, even movies that you've seen, what would you say is the scariest? Um, that's a tough one. I, I haven't really thought about it. Uh, the, the Friday the 13th scared the crap out of me. Uh, especially that first one, you know, I, this is back in the old VCR days. <laughs> so we were watching it on VHS and when he, at the end, this is not going to be a spoiler. It's been out for years. I know. Right. If you're, if you're sad about this spoiler, like I'm sorry. When he jumps up out of the lake and pulls her out of the lake. 
<laughs> yeah, no, that's a that's a no for me. Um, um, that's one of those movies that leaves you traumatized. So yeah, I um, for me, I think it would have to be Candyman. Out, but... So I think Candyman was a yeah. <laughs> the the whole bees with all the bees everywhere. Yes, no, I yeah, can't. That was, do uh, that. But for scariest, maybe there's a Cujo. Cujo? Yeah, that. If, if you watched the movie, yes, I was but a little, like I was I would... a younger. Kid I watched it. It made me so scared of of uh, Saint Bernards. <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't be around with Saint Bernard. Man. I'd see one just flip out. <laughs> That's why I own Chihuahuas. <laughs> At least the Chihuahuas are the devil. <laughs> Those are little <laughs> demon dogs. <laughs> hey, but at least I know that if something happened, I can win in that fight. I, I don't know. I, Chihuahuas <laughs> are mean. I put them just right roll, up there with cats on their evil level. And they roll in packs too. So if you got more than one, then you're being outnumbered at that point. They're like little raptors. They're gonna <laughs> Man, see that's that's exactly so what are you it. For your uh like I said, Candyman, I think, is one for me. Candyman is one of those movies that, like you said, the VHS days. And <laughs> I didn't know. I mean, I was a kid at the time, and I'm like, what's this about? Candy. Okay, cool. Nope, wasn't yeah. about candy. So, and ever since then, and then even when no, Jordan Peele that... remade it, I couldn't watch it. <laughs> just don't look in the mirror just to say his name <laughs> no I, i'm good even when we were like oh would you go see the new one nope <laughs> did uh grinch night make it on that list because they I made heard... a halloween movie with the grinch only cartoon no but i did read about that i didn't know that such movies the grinch night exist i guess grinch is going to go around and kill people now yeah <laughs> No, he's he's trying to ruin Halloween too. But oh my god, yeah, it that's a that's one a lot of people don't know about Grinch Night. We used to watch it every year. You had the it's great Charlie Brown. Uh, you had uh, the Grinch Night. This was back in the day, and there were a couple others that every Halloween you knew they were going to be playing. Mm -hmm. So I guess Grinch Night. I guess not. I've never heard of Grinch Night. I've never. I gotta ask my expert, Jackie. Yeah. Jackie knows all about the the Halloween movies. Yeah, ask her about that one. And then you got the class. You gotta watch Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, that one is a yeah. That one, of course. That's a that's a that's a classic right there. But Grinch Night though. I'm, that's Halloween or Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> yeah, write it down. Grinch Night. You can probably find Night. it on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> or you'd be surprised. Yeah, I got a friend up there that will find me these old movies. They'll be like, "Oh, bro, you need to watch this one." I yeah, I got one of those too. And I I used to have every year I'd make the, the employees watch um, the Star Wars Holiday Special, <laughs> and it is just horrible. If you've ever watched it, it's the first twenty min minutes is nothing but Wookie grunts. <laughs> <laughs> So you may have given us an idea for that for the company Christmas party. So I'm taking that to Lindsay. <laughs> Heck yeah. It's uh that that if you watch the holiday that they played it once on, on TV and then they buried it. 
And George I, Lucas said if he had a time machine, he would go back with a hammer and destroy every copy of that that ever existed. <laughs> oh, and you have people watch it for <laughs> for entertainment. I've got, I've got it. I got it right here on my thumb drive. <laughs> and I used to play it in the store every year. And then... <laughs> I actually got complaints about it. <laughs> yeah. Please turn that crap off. What the heck is this? Yeah. George Lucas agrees. Yeah, I mean, it starred B. Arthur and Harvey Keitel. Oh my gosh! No, it did not. <laughs> yes, yes, it did. Very much. In fact, uh, B. Arthur's character, Achmina, is the first verified LGBTQ LGBTQ character in Star Wars. Oh wow! Yeah, they just revealed that a couple years ago. I don't know oh. why or where that came from, but they did. No, I did. Look at that, yeah, Achmina. On the holiday special <laughs> that nobody really has ever seen before. Yeah. Hey, if if you need Star Wars obscure trivia, call me. I'll be your yeah, lifeline. He, he's got. Uh, well, I know that the next time I catch myself in the cash cab uh, in New York, and they say, "I think, hold on, I need to call Troy. He's got the answer." Next time, you've been in there once already. <laughs> no, I'll. My first time that I go, I, that is one of my places that, that I do want to go is to New York. And I'm hoping with my luck, I end up on that show, the cash cab to win some money. You, you haven't been to New York City yet? Never been to New York. Only place I've been on the East Coast is D.C. You you need to, through Adam's Radio Group, you can get media tickets to New York Comic Con and make it a work vacation. We'll discuss that off the air. The more you know. <laughs> I think somebody's going to be taking a lot of vacation in 2023. <laughs> yeah, media uh, passes are pretty easy to get, dude. Oh man, I, I need to, I need, I need to know the ways, Troy. I need to know the ways of how to get, how to get my hands on these uh, media we'll passes. We'll, we'll talk. <laughs> uh, Black Adam is coming out in theaters next week. Uh, the Rock is uh, doing his press runs. Uh, I've seen him everywhere that you can possibly put The Rock. I mean. I'm surprised he wasn't on wrestling this week, uh, but he's promoting Black Adam, and it seems like it's picking up steam. Uh, a lot of people are getting excited as the the days are coming up for for the movie to come out. Yeah, uh, there's rumors of a Superman cameo in there also. That uh, yeah. I think a lot of people get excited, and, and it's a Henry Cavill Superman yeah. appearance. So, so we got this. Um, what are our thoughts going into this? Do we see The Rock save the day for DC, or is this going to be a dud? Ah, oh, man, everything The Rock touches, he's like Midas. Everything he touches turns to gold. Yeah. So I've got a, and, and then you've got a great supporting cast too. Uh, you got Pierce Brosnan playing Doctor Fate. Yeah. Uh, it's just gonna, with those two guys alone, I think that should be enough that it's gonna be. I think it's going to do well. I really and Black Adam is not your. He's not a hero. He's not a villain. He's one of those anti-heroes that, you know, he does good as long as it's what he wanted to do in the first place. I mean, you saw with Hawkman when he said heroes don't kill people, and Black Adam answered, "Well, I do." <laughs> yeah. No, and I think this is gonna. This could be the setup because I think we also talked even last week. Uh, Shazam could make an appearance as well in Black Adam as well. And I think they're starting to push some of the other uh, characters. Uh, if you watch the Shazam movie, there's more than one uh, Shazam, basically. Hit all of his uh, siblings are, are part mm -hmm. of that also. And they've really been pushing the, I think it was Mary, 
So we might see more of the other, the the secondary Shazams also. Yeah, and I mean, it's just, it looks like, I don't know why, but like this week, and it could be just with this press run that The Rock has been doing, uh, that we are seeing, you know, more, you know, come out. I think he, there's a certain excitement. And if anyone, like you said, like anything he touched turns to gold. Him promoting and talking about this movie, I think let alone makes you say, yes, I'm going to go watch it next week. I need to go watch it. And it's right before Halloween too, so. Yeah, yeah, that that one in the the Wakanda new Wakanda movie. Yeah. Um, I can't wait to see both of those and they're both coming out soon. Yeah, I know. You got Wakanda Forever coming out. I believe it's the first week of November. First week of November, which that one's going to be a good one. So we may see a superhero takeover uh over the next month. I mean, I give Black Adam being the number one movie for a few weeks leading up to Black Panther. Black Panther then taking over, and then I think, if I'm not mistaken, is it uh, what what other superhero movie we have coming out at the end of the year? Is it Ant-Man and the Wasp? I think Ant-Man is. I don't know if it's coming out by the end of the year, but it's coming out soon also. Yeah, I, I can't remember if that's January or what day that is, but yeah, we're going to get ready. 2023. Yeah, I, I can't remember. I, I got to look at that, but I think we're getting ready for that moment where we're going to have the uh, superhero takeover of the box office where any movie that comes out it's either if it's DC or, or Marvel, it's going to be a number one movie. I'm okay with that. Yeah, uh, I, I have no issues. <laughs> I'm perfectly fine with it. Although I know there are some folks that are like, "Why are these superhero movies?" It's like if you don't know, you never just enjoy the ride and go to the movies. That's that's all I can say. Uh, time to be a nerd. Uh, check it out, TikTok. Uh, I did see. Did you do the one chip challenge? I got it. It's sitting on my desk. I just I've been trying to psych myself up for it because uh, whatever whenever I do that, I'm pretty sure the rest of the day I'm going to be useless. It's going to be uh, it's going to be bad. You know, we've done many a challenges here at the station, and for some reason, that seems to be the one that's been scaring me the most. And I don't think oh. I, I don't think we're going to be doing that anytime soon. I'm just like. We've done the hot sauce. We've even tried our own version of hot ones, you know, doing the whole different sauces. I don't know why, man. And then that chip turning your mouth blue just kind of scares me. And I'm like, I don't know. Well, the, they turn it blue so you can't fake it. You can't, you know, <laughs> put in a, a regular, you know, nacho cheese Dorito in there. They don't want you popping a Cool Ranch and going, oh, yeah. yeah no big like, Look, it was a Taki. Ha ha. I'm good. Nope. <laughs> You'll be able so, to yeah. tell. That one's coming soon. Um, you know, if I don't go in the hospital for meeting it. <laughs> that, I know, and I was like, okay. And then, you know, with Jackie finally, you know, back, you know, I'm just kind of like, I don't think I want to, you know, put her out of work for a few more days after eating this chip. So maybe we'll, we'll pause. We might, I, I want, I still got to buy the chip, but it might just sit on the shelf for a while until we'll, we'll see. Mine's been sitting on the desk for about a week. I got to go get some milk and some bread and yeah. resign myself to have a crappy day that day. <laughs> No, I was like, oh, I got way too much stuff to do. I don't think I can. Uh, I don't think I can stop. I mean, because I don't want to have to go into a meeting, and <laughs> I can't even crying. talk a, with a yeah, blue no. tongue and crying. <laughs> imagine, imagine me trying to do work here, and then it'd be like, I. Uh, oh, okay, okay. Hey, what we going? Thanks for listening. Here's your ticket. Oh, <laughs> uh, before we get out of here, uh, what do we got going on at Zia Comics? What's uh, what's new at the store? Uh, we're, well, we're getting new inventory in every day. Um, 
we got a couple of big events. One of them is your guys' Halloween Fest. Yes. Coming up uh, uh, 28th, I believe. Yes, be Friday the 20th. It's going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> Costume contests, there's vendors, there's going to be food trucks. It's going to be Halloween on the plaza, basically. So yeah, can't wait for it's, that. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. I mean, you got a candy row. I mean, people are going to be able to walk down and just, I mean, candy, as much candy as you can possibly enjoy. So you'll be able to get that. Yeah, I got a five-gallon bucket, so we're, we're ready. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, my wife is even like, hey, we need to load up on candy this year so that way we can uh, pass out. I was like, where are you passing out candy? Like, did you buy a booth or what's going on here? I was like, I'm going to be on stage with the costume contest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then the day after that is the zombie walk, which is another huge event down there. Yeah. So, so the vault is going to be rocking. Yeah, so, and uh, you guys definitely got to stop by, check out every Wednesday, new comic book Wednesdays, uh, and then uh, just, uh, you guys are, I mean, always keeping busy, and then right about now that it's nice and cool and everything going on at the plaza, it's uh, pretty cool. Yeah, this is the time of year I get to break out all my little cosplays and wear them and uh, kind of justify the prices I paid for them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, hey, man, I mean, you could just, that's the best thing to justify. Like, yeah, no, that's why I spent this much for, for this. So where it so was a year. <laughs> it's, a, it's the time of the year, okay? It's like, a, I mean, we pay all this for a Christmas tree. Why can't we pay for this? Like, Oh, good argument. I like that. I'm still on it. <laughs> I, I've been there before. See, look, you're going to teach me the way of getting media passes, and I'm teaching <laughs> you how to get excuses. So we learn things here uh, every every Thursday. Uh, guys, <laughs> you, <laughs> I know there's so many. There's going to be people right now be like, okay, so he said Christmas tree to do what? Okay. Write this down. Yeah. <laughs> and then later I get the complaints. Joey said, I was like, oh, great. Don't, don't blame Joey for any of this. When Joey uh, jumped off a cliff. Would you follow him? <laughs> that's usually what happens. Probably. Uh, guys, do you want to keep up with uh, Zia Comics? How can they keep up with you on the socials? All over the interwebs, man. We're on Facebook, uh, Twitter, Instagram, uh, YouTube, and TikTokie. That's right. And uh, Big Show, of course, you can follow us. Uh, Big Show FM on Instagram, Hot 103's Big Show on Facebook, and me on TikTok, Joey on the FM, where I am now two more followers. Two more. Look at that. I got I got two more followers. Hey, growth is growth. Uh, hey, man. I mean, it doesn't matter how you get to the end as long as you finish the race. I mean, I'm, uh, one day I will eventually break 200 people, so we'll see. So I may have to start doing TikTok dances, Troy. Who knows what happens? I'm going to be. <laughs> oh, I don't know any of them. Yeah, bro. I, I am too I old. I felt the to litmus test, man. I'm way too white. <laughs> yep. I have no rhythm. Look at that. I'm white. <laughs> yeah, I, I just got to fake it from the neck up that I know what I'm doing <laughs> after that. <laughs> oh, my God. Guys, this has been another He's breaking out the old school. There we go. Guys, this has been another edition of Zia Comic Weekly. Uh, remember, you can catch us every Thursday right here. And don't forget to drop in those comments and uh, let us know what you guys want us to talk about. Of course, we got so much more to talk about next week with Black Adam Hinton Theaters and as well as, uh, you know, some season finales from She-Hulk and uh, other shows that you see on Disney+. Plus. So until then, we'll see you guys next week. Later, nerds. <laughs>